This is an ABC podcast. I am Lexi Rogers. <laughs> I'm not non-existent. Lexi Rogers won't be allowed to play in the women's NBL One competition. Basketball Australia has denied the transgender woman's request to do so. The position follows other global organisations like swimming and athletics. The basis for that decision is far from clear, with BA releasing a statement saying they've assessed a range of factors but declining to detail those factors or make anyone available for comment. So what next for Lexi Rogers? And what might this mean for the transgender sport conversation in Australia? I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily. So one of the more fraught stories in Australian sport right now is Lexi Rogers' attempt to play in the NBL One. And what was so interesting to the team at ABC Sport Daily as we sought to cover this story today was the unwillingness of many to talk on the matter. Journalists, administrators, commentators, ex-ballers, almost everyone was concerned they might put a foot out of bounds on the story, and that kind of tells a tale in itself. So we're going to give you the story today without a guest. And the first thing to know about Lexi Rogers is who is she? Got along pretty easily with people, played a lot of sport and landless sport, so that was always a, a fixture. And yeah, it was pretty, pretty standard stuff. And what does she have to do with basketball? Well, Lexi's a trans woman who has shot to prominence when it became public that she was attempting to play in the NBL One for the Kilsyth Cobras. And it was only through a work event, someone was watching me play and they were like, hey, do you play for someone? Would you be interested in playing for someone? And the penny just sort of dropped again where I was like, yeah, actually I would. If that's an option, I'd love to. Yeah. Like, that'd be great. And then things just sort of progressed into what they are now where every time I'm on the basketball court, every time I'm with the girls... Every time I've got anything going on that's to do with playing basketball, it's just, a, it's just a gift. Now, this might not be uncharted territory for sport in general. Maybe the most high-profile international case in terms of trans athletes in recent times was Leah Thomas, who excelled in college swimming. But it looks like Thomas is going to win. Leah Thomas in the prelims, a little bit faster every single lap. Here at the end of this race, Thomas starting to pull away. At the bell, it's Leah Thomas moving away from Emma Wyattbrook, 40 in the third. But this was certainly uncharted territory for Basketball Australia. So they convened an expert panel to try and make a ruling on the Rogers application. And that panel had some serious people. Dr Peter Harcourt, Basketball Australia's Chief Medical Officer. Susie Bakovich, a former Olympian for the Opals and now board member, and Associate Professor Diana Robinson, who has decades of experience in sports health. And this panel ultimately found that Rogers was not eligible. So why is that? Well, Basketball Australia have been pretty light on their reasoning so far. Their statement cited balancing a range of factors. Unlike FINA, who run international swimming, or World Athletics, who have defined the line as a cisgender male going through puberty. Let's hear from Sebastian Coe from World Athletics. The decision was taken in consultation with a number of stakeholders, including 40 member federations, our coaches, our athletes, and through the Athletes Commission, as well as a range of other community groups including trans groups, UN experts, the International Olympic Committee and para-athletics. The council has agreed to exclude male to female transgender athletes who have been through male puberty from female world ranking competitions from March the 31st, 
uh, this year. As for BA, they say they don't actually have a clearly defined framework just yet. For now, they're working through it, quote, case by case. We asked BA to outline how or why they reached their decision, but they declined to do so. In fact, they declined to say why they won't tell us why, which is not to say any decision is right or wrong. It's just murky right now. How has Lexi Rogers responded? Well, she released a statement on her Instagram, and producer Poppy Penny is going to read you a part of that. Consistent with the views expressed by so many, I firmly believe I have a place as an athlete in women's basketball. I hope Basketball Australia understands this is not the end of my journey as an athlete and that it must not miss future opportunities to demonstrate its values. I am sad about the potential message this decision sends to trans and gender diverse people everywhere. I hope that one day basketball's governing body can replicate the inclusion and acceptance I have found on the court with my teammates. I hope to one day be playing elite women's basketball in the future and will continue to work on making the sport I love a place for all. As Basketball Australia has noted in its statement, Rogers is disappointed with the outcome. They've asked for her feedback and advice from the process. So you wonder what comes next for Rogers. She's been vocal about her desire to play elite basketball, but that seems a very long way off right now. One, I want to play good basketball. Mm -hmm. I want to have a a good basketball career. Um, I'm committed to to playing basketball Mm -hmm. and I want to make it my career. And what about more broadly? What Roger's case does reveal is that we're still grappling heavily with how to navigate this space, whether it's sports administration and a policy perspective, but even with how we have a conversation. Headlines. Sydney Swans coach John Longmire has declined to put a timeline on Paddy McCartan's recovery from a head knock. The 26-year-old suffered his 10th concussion against Port Adelaide and there were ugly scenes as he had to be helped to the bench during the Swans' round four defeat. He's done a, a power of work over the last three or four years. It's, uh, he's done just about everything. Um, you know, he's talked to a panel of experts. He's seen various people from here and international. So, um, you know, he's he's been right through that process. Um, you know, he'll be he'll be going through the process guided by the professionals that give him the best advice, and that's that's the most important thing. But we just want him back feeling well, and um, as soon as he does that, that's a good sign. Climate protesters have interrupted the World Snooker Championships in bizarre scenes at the iconic billiards venue, Crucible Theatre. The green felt of competition tables turned a bright shade of orange, courtesy of those doing the protesting. And we have a real issue on our hands. Um, the protesters causing uh, issues at the World Snooker Championship. Not something that we entirely predicted, um, but these things are happening with increasing regularity. The Eddie Jones era has kicked off for the Wallabies with a new coach hosting his first training camp for the men in gold. He had a fair bag of tricks too, the former England coach bringing a cattle prod onto the field as he joked about getting the best out of Suli Vunavalu. Staying with rugby and Brad Thorne and the Queensland Reds will part ways at the end of the season. The Reds are currently sixth on the Super Rugby ladder. They have a three and five record. Thorne is adamant his job is far from done. And it is all happening in the NBA. The Sacramento Kings have a 2-0 lead in their playoff series with defending champions Golden State. And you wonder whether Draymond Green will be around for Game 3 after the Warrior was ejected for stomping on Kings player DeMantis Sabonis. 
Monk puts it up. And Curry's got the board. Green gets tied up. And a technical has been assessed. Sabonis is down. Let me say this. Draymond stepped on him, but Sabonis grabbed his leg first. The thing with Draymond is it is always dramatic. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Poppy Penny. If you ever find yourself thinking, hey, I wonder what's happening in the world of sport, you should do two things. One, you should follow ABC Sport wherever you scroll on social media. The team is red hot, and they are across everything as it happens. Number two, you go to abc.net.au slash sport. They have all the context on the biggest stories in the world of sport right now. Thanks to the Under the Surface podcast, the NCAA World Athletics, ESPN, and BBC Sport for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.